Just some podcast media. The past opinions expressed on various pleasures are those of the host and the guests and do not represent any views of any organizations that we may volunteer for or be employed by. Listeners should be aware that there may be a lot of Welcome, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Buried Pleasures. I'm your hostess, Pollyanna Amazing. Thank you for being here this evening. And I have a, a wonderful bunch of ladies with me today, and I'm so excited. I can't stand it. Uh, if you're watching the video, lucky you. If you're not, go find it. I uh, just want to <laughs> remind you guys that I am a part of just some podcast media group featuring nurse papa and also the guys from just some podcast so to kick things off tonight on this wonderful journey i'm going to start introducing these lovely ladies one by one actually they're going to introduce themselves because i like it better when they do it so if i could get you sunshine ryan developer of what we're talking about tonight which is the amazing gourmet sex I can't even tell you guys how amazing the content of this is and how lucky I am to be a part of it. So Sunshine, who is also one of my favorite guests always, <laughs> if you've missed her on something. Sunshine, hi. Hi, thank you for having me back. I am Sunshine Ryan, a creator and presenter in Gourmet Sex, A Taste of Contra. I'm also a certified sexologist and a certified freak. We all know that. And uh, <laughs> seven days a week. We all know. <laughs> sex, sex coach, doula, mom, awesome person. Nope. <laughs> Best friend in the whole world. That's what I yeah, said. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's move on to uh, Sequita. Can we say hello to you, ma'am? Well, hey, hello, hello, hello. I'm Sequita Whitfield. I am also a certified authentic tantra practitioner, certified sexologist, and a, a licensed spiritual practitioner. So I am eager to be with you. I'm so happy to be invited. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me on this journey with you to buried pleasures. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. Now, yeah. Sequita, it's always a pleasure. You're lovely. You're, you're, you're just lovely. I can't even say enough about you. But let's move on to Lucia. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, I am Lucia Vasquez. I am also a certified sexologist, an authentic tantra practitioner, and I do also offer uh, art um, coaching, um, and I do also uh, somatic healing body work, and I'm really excited to be here. 
man, if you even knew half the power you guys are seeing right now, it's a scary thing. All right. So my next lovely, Sersha. Hello. Uh, I'm Sersha Shadavari or Wong in the process of changing. We'll see what happens, right? The joy of, the joy of changing your life. Um, I'm also a certified sexologist, tantra practitioner, uh, womb yoga teacher, and all sorts of other fun, magical stuff. I do a lot of um, body work as well. So if you're ever in Canada, I might let you on my table if you're lucky. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to be here too. It's always fun to hang out and see what comes of this mischievous crowd. Oh, we are a bunch of mischievous ladies, that is for sure. But tonight we have some topics that we want to discuss. And a lot of that will be focused around some of the topics that we may be discussing in Gourmet Sex, A Taste of Tantra, which I hope that you check out. You can always find that at sunshineryan.com backslash gourmet sex. Good job. (laughs) It takes me a minute, guys. There's a lot of names and a lot of things that we're doing. But really, honestly, I want to kick this whole discussion off with Number one, thank you to Sunshine Ryan for putting together a bunch of phenomenal people, phenomenal, and just having the creative mind that we can all, like, she's like our mom. She just hovers over us and takes good care of us and, and says, these are the ideas that I'm having. Let's, let's work on something else. And every time she brings it and she brings it with force and it's amazing. Thank you, Sunshine, for being here and all these other ladies. But let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world now. And do you guys, I'm going to just throw this out as a general question. Do you think that people are less interested in sex and intimacy with them, with, with yourself uh, versus others because of COVID? Like, so just to simplify that, are you staying at home now doing some home play with yourself or are you guys stepping out a little bit and, you know, kind of trying to get back in the swing of things since COVID is, is the restrictions are lessening. What do you think? Go ahead, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll lean into that one. Um, lean on it. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I come up from, so in Canada, it, we do have a different perspective from what you guys down below us are. And, from what I've been working with and myself personally, COVID really kicked my ass in the sexual realm. Like I was not wanting to engage with it. I was not, um, it was the last thing on my mind. The idea of like diddling myself was like just too much for me. And I'd say now that things are, the, the, the juices are flowing again. I don't know, like I'm feeling I want to connect with people and I'm finding the same thing is happening for people. It might be a combination that we're also hitting spring. So naturally those juices are flowing through us. And so we're like, Ooh, I love seeing, you know, half naked construction men that makes me happy again. I love seeing, yeah, I love seeing all the, you know, half naked women walking around and they're, you know, it's wonderful. I like seeing the, I mean, I love naked bodies, so it would be great to see more of it, but that is starting to come. But COVID really kicked my ass in the sexual realm. I did not want to connect Mm -hmm. that way, even with um, my now ex-partners. Like we didn't, the jive was not there. It It was really quite a dampening for me and for people that I work with too. Yeah. What about you, Sunshine? I think it really depends on who you ask. 
you know, it was great for some couples because it really brought them back together, like because they had to focus on themselves. Um, so that was great. And for me, uh, I really took my pra practice like up a notch, but that was solo play. I think casual sex kind of started to fade away a little bit. But then again, it, it talk it depends on who you talk to. Like I had a gay friend and he was still fucking everybody. So, <laughs> you know, like there was no shame in the game. And I was like, okay. So I think COVID really set in a fear factor, which there should already be like, when you're engaging in sexual activities, there should already be like, you know, there's HIV and there's other diseases that you can get. And then this kind of added on top of that, right? And so there was a lot of fear and anxiety. I thought it, I think that it brought up in a lot of people. And so there definitely was a down in like casual sex and hooking up and the whole hookup culture. However, um, porn went up through the roof, right? So... <laughs> So that just shows me that people were swanging at home, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Well, self-pleasure activities never hurt anybody. That's yeah, right. Yeah, really good times at home. But that does worry me, however, because I don't want that to be your only influence, right? Like, I feel like that d does cause some more disconnect, right? And so we need to, like, pull people back in. But we'll get into that and I'll let someone answer what their opinion was about. COVID. How about you, Sequita? Interesting because um, luckily I had a partner through all of 2020 and, and still do, but I, so I didn't have that disconnect from my own libido, my own sexuality. Um, but I talked to friends who were single, who were like starved. You know, if I heard it once, I heard it a thousand times, like I'm so horny and I don't have an outlet for it, you know, other than myself. And so so for so single people, it was kind of tough. And, and like Sunshine said, um, some of the, my couples, some of my friends, either they imploded and their relationship ended or they found ways to reconnect sexually and intimacy. So it was this one, you know, it was, it was kind of like a, it was uneven, you know, as far as people experiencing that. Um, I have some statistics when we get into another area about what happened. So yeah, but for me personally, come back yeah. to that for sure yeah <laughs> I can say for me I was just happy that I was just getting some you know it was like <laughs> I hear you girl listen I have you guys saw my sweet Dr. Dave Crackman when he popped his head in here before we started you want to talk about being a lucky girl I can honestly say yeah. I'm a lucky girl because yeah. even during the pandemic uh I really you know new place we were in a whole new state yeah, it was pretty fantastic to have yeah. him as my partner. So I can't complain about that part. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> Lucia, do you have anything to chime in? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it definitely hit me um, in, a, in, a, in another way or some way to uh, search that here where in the beginning, um, there was so much going on. I wasn't even necessarily having a drive for it. Um, and then we, I'm in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, California. And so we were off and on with the shutdown and the lockdown. Yeah. And so um, throughout that, when we were, you know, on shutdown modes, um, the like three, three times that we were shut down, um, 
I just then I I took it upon myself to um, it was more like an opportunity for me to really dive in deep with myself and connect with myself on another level. Um, and so um, that's exactly what I did. I started to, you know, uh, explore a lot more with myself, different toys, different uh, touches, different strokes, um, you know, and, and just kind of started um, doing that um, because I don't have a partner and, um, and I, and there was a lot of fear, you know, with, with trying to mingle and stuff. It just wasn't I have a family at home. I'm not really trying to bring this disease in. Right. So, you know, um, and so just really taking the time to embrace this, my self-care, embrace my pleasure. And it was all kinds of pleasures. Right. And so um, uh, I believe uh, actually you, sure. So uh, you, you helped me, you know, remind myself again, you know, that, that uh, self-care, and how self-care was something that was very much needed. And I'm definitely been doing a really great job of, of tackling that topic for myself. What, what I did see coming from others um, in my community is a lot of, it, it was hard, right? It's been hard. A lot of breakups, to be honest. A lot of people breaking up. Um, and that's been marriages to boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, relationships, um, you know, or having to separate, moving out, you know, from one another to separate homes um, to get this to work out because there's been a lot, a lot of struggles, right? No, having no privacy, right? Um, um, that's a big one. And the, and the amount of anxiety created in the home for couples um, because of a lot of different things and because the anxiety was so overwhelming there was a huge disconnection with communication, yeah. you know? And so that brought upon a lot of the, um, you know, breakups that I was seeing. Um, a lot of friends, a lot of family members I saw going through this and um, a lot of people hit financially, you know, um, that may not even were in a, in a position of being able to, you know, uh, seek the help, right? If they didn't have coverage and, and things like that all come up because now there's, you know, they're being hit uh, financially as well. So there's, it's a whole, it's everything, you know, and, 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 you know, and, and, and that's why we're here, right? That's why we're here as educators and here, you know, to let, you know, people know that um, this is just a wonderful time to, as we're starting to come out and some places are getting better, you know, um, some places are getting better more than others. But, you know, what can, what are some of the things that we can take care of that's going to help us? Yeah. So what I'm hearing from all of you is the basic gist that we lost our ability to feel close to someone based on the fact that we're afraid of our health, you know, like we were afraid we're going to die. So you can't just roll out to the next bar next door and pick up some random person and feel comfortable enough to, yeah, yeah, I see that sunshine. That's right. So losing intimacy is, is kind of a tough thing, right? Like we don't have a whole lot of time in this lifetime and finding somebody that we click with or connect with can be really powerful, but then what happens when they, they're gone, right? Sorry. You can click and connect with whomever in a year after you stop wearing masks and you can like start dating again and see people, not just their eyes, 
Because let me tell you, sometimes they fool you. <laughs> you think they have some beautiful eyes, but underneath that mask, it's not the same. So it's uh, <laughs> that's a joke, guys. Just saying. <laughs> But one of the things that, um, so we lost that ability, right? We lost that ability to feel close. And a lot of what I'm hearing out of you guys is that you also gained some information about yourself, how you can deal with these issues yourself and how you, Lucia got close to yourself. And if you haven't ever seen Lucia do one of her videos, I swear to you right now, if you do not come to this gourmet sex class, you're going to miss it. And it's one of the most enthralling and thrilling things that I've seen in a long time. Just saying. <laughs> but Sunshine, how do we create this balance that we need? How do we do that? So I would love to talk a little more about. What oh, yeah, go ahead. Please. And, so, um, and so I like to like just this analogy, like what did I lose in the fire, right? Yeah, what did you so lose? The fire is everything that happened during COVID, right? And so a lot of people lost so much, mm -hmm. but really it was this wonderful like rebirth and awakening of identity and of self. And so you have to just take that in and yeah, maybe you lost a lot, right? Like I lost my, one of my businesses. I lost um, my, my <laughs> really fun nightclub job, right? Like, I, like I, and I lost that ability to just go out in the world and show my sexuality, right? And right. so, so then I, there was a loss of safety mm -hmm. because I wasn't able to provide for myself. And of course, that's going to cause your libido to go down, right? But I am always like, okay, I'm feeling really lost. Why not masturbate? Because that makes me feel in in tune with myself and connected. And so I like to use that as a tool to keep me powered and to keep me going. So I did lose a lot of things in the fire, right? I think even more so I lost my ego. I lost my pride, right? I lost like, I'm not, this is not supposed to be happening to me. Like, <laughs> and then, and then we started to bring it back. Like, oh, like I'm in such a better place now than I was a year ago, but I didn't know that COVID was kind of helping me. I didn't know that. I was so angry at COVID fucking me over. <laughs> right? And so I think I, and the rest of you, if you guys want to share, like what else did people lose during COVID? Mm -hmm. Well, I lost my mind just so you know, <laughs> I done lost my mind. I, uh, yeah, you gotta I find that. I know that's what, but you know, what helped me find that is the community that I have with these lovely ladies and our huge sangha that we have. It has been, um, pretty fantastic because I know sunshine said she lost a lot, but also I moved to Washington so I could live really close to sunshine. And then she moved away from me. So I don't know if you all have ever been in a dark <laughs> cave, in a dark cave with no sunshine. That's where I've been all year long trying to make my life happen, but no, <laughs> just <laughs> we can do this all day. But Sequita, what do you think you lost during this year? You know, I, I was, I looked at the, the pandemic early on as this um, pretty gift and an ugly wrapper, you know, because um, yes, I lost my sense of freedom. You know, I wasn't able to just move about the cabin freely, you know, <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't, I didn't feel like I lost, I lost um, 
I didn't feel like I lost a lot because I didn't, only thing I felt was just that loss of freedom, you know, because I'm, I'm an introvert. So being a homebody was really comfortable for me and really okay. But when being told I couldn't leave, then I got angry and then I got sad. And so I lost my grasp on mental health for a little while. You know, I did go down that depressive, you know, rabbit hole. Um, and, and like you said, I tapped into Sangha, tapped into, you know, close friends and was able to reframe how I was looking at this whole COVID and, and, and isolation and, and the distraction of it all. It was so distracting, you know, got to wear a mask. Oh, I forgot my mask in the car. I got to go walk back to the car, get my mask. You know, it was very distracting. And then not to be able to see I respond to people's smiles, not alone just their eyes, but their face. So I lost that connection to you, not being able to see, you know, how you were responding to me, you know, and, and that was, that was sad in a, in a way as well. So I lost that whole, just the being able to read people in a different way, yeah. you know, um, communicating with our, with our eyes took it on a whole nother level for me, you know. Um, I, I started to crave that connection just by making eye contact with someone, you know. Um, so, so that's about what I can say about my own loss. Um, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sersha, yeah. how about you? Did you lose? What'd you lose? Oh, um, it's I'm very similar to Sequita. I, I when when COVID hit, I was kind of it's horrible to say. I was actually really excited because I thought I could finally rest. So at the beginning, it was like, fuck, yes, nobody can do anything. I'm going to stay home and fucking sleep. Um, so I gained, I gained at first this permission to just stay. And that was amazing. And it was also this permission to have an excuse not to have to do a million things because we couldn't. And that was amazing. And then it did start to settle in very similar to the fact of, oh, but now I have to, right? Like the, I'm not very good at being told what to do. So when it starts to become a rule, I want to rally. So I had to do a lot of personal check-ins to be like, look, there's, this is going on. This is not, a, this is not against you. It's for you. And it's, it's really teaching so many beautiful lessons of how we connect, who we connect to, who I want to connect to. I learned who I wanted to connect to and who I really don't fucking want to connect to. Um, and I, I lost my marriage in the COVID. So my marriage ended in this journey. And that's been um, a really enlightening and good thing. So because it made me sort of really go back to myself and look at where and why that fell apart and, the, and really start to connect to how I want to be in the world. And how, which then of course, how we do one thing is how we do all things. So that started to make me really look at my business and how I want to present and how I want to help and work with people. So that's been completely changing. And so that's been a beautiful process. Um, I like to constantly be learning. So it, it opened up more places for me to be studying and learning. And I've met people all, even more people around the world because of this COVID trapped at your home. It's kind of like we got stuck, but it expanded. So that's been a really beautiful gift for me to, to look at. So, um, but 
I still hate wearing the damn masks as similar to Sequita. I love seeing a whole people's faces are my favorite thing to see and, and watching people light up or not light up. Uh, it is fascinating though, because I do work um, at a hat shop just so that I can get out. So when people take their mask down for 30 seconds, you're always kind of shocked to what people really look like nowadays. I don't know about you guys. It's kind of like this, oh, I did not expect a facial hair or a knot. Like there's, so it's, it's been a new way of looking at human beings. It's kind of like a, I wonder what's under there now kind of thing. So it has, it's changed a lot of things in a really positive way for myself. But I really want to get back into the world. I really want to go and hug everybody. And I really want to touch everybody again. And I want to, to be able to move freely in the world. Yeah. yeah. So it, it really, that freedom of movement has really something honed down on. Yeah. So. Fantastic. Oh, I just love it that you are doing such great things. It's just, yeah, you just, you're just taking it and rolling with it. Like that's what we need to do. Lucia, have you had a particular loss during this time? Yes. Yes. I had a lot of losses actually in the beginning. Um, you know, my, the building that I work in closed temporarily Right. And um, um, so we were just kind of waiting to see what was going to happen there. I since I do a combination of um, online and in person, I had to stop doing the in person altogether. Right. And there was some months in December and November that we were on shutdown again. And again, I was not able to see any in person clients during those time frames. And um, for me, that was really challenging because since I, I am a very hands-on person and do a lot of hands-on healing work, um, it had been many years that I had not done this before. And so um, the amount of clientele that um, I'm usually working on energetically hands-on um, is, is something that's very much needed um, for others, but at the same time, it, I, it's used for me as, as uh, I guess I heal as well. So when I heal others, I'm healing myself, right? And so um, having that part of it, you know, any kind of touch um, taken um, was something very hard for me. And I believe that's, you know, it, it definitely created um, a lot of anxiety um, in the very beginning um, when COVID hit. Um, and so, um, you know, um, I, every, I have six kids and out of the six kids, um, five of them are at home. So they were all online, all of, and my home is, um, small, right. And so there's not a whole lot of privacy. There's not a whole lot of space. <laughs> and, and so that having to, to work with all those energies and everybody holds their own, you know, they have their own issues, they're working on their own health and their own conditions. And so it became a challenge in the beginning to, you know, uh, address a lot of the things that were going on. Um, but, you know, over time, we, we, we adjust as humans, right? We adjust to our environment. So um, there's definitely a lot of good things that come out of it. Fantastic. I love it. And, you know, and, and talking about all of these things that we've lost or we feel like are a loss, but 
also bringing you back to that centered balance. Like we were saying earlier, the centered balance, like there are things that you feel like you've lost, but there are also things that you've gained. And it sounds like from each of you that you found these strengths that you didn't really know that were going to happen, right? Like you had all of these terrible things going on, but look where you are right now. You rolled it into something amazing. And now you're sitting like the cherry on top that you are. So I think that's a very important piece to this is yeah, COVID sucks and it continues to suck. We've learned a lot. We've lost a lot. We've gained a lot. So now where does that bring us back to sunshine? Tell me about the balance that it brings us to. Yeah, I just wanted to add, you know, that we have this universal grief that we've all that we're all going through. Um, and I think that's a really big challenge, right? Um, and also just trust, right? Because we didn't know who to believe. And so I think a lot of people lost trust in each other and the government and society as a whole. Like it was like just terrifying to watch how they were treating some people in other countries. And so you know, all of that can take away from your sexuality because you feel this universal energy and mistrust, right? And so I think some things that we gained from that was anger. <laughs> and I don't, I don't think everyone sees that as a positive, but people were pissed. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is so important. I think for, you know, for your growth, like to feel into the anger, because everyone's usually afraid to feel into the anger. Mm -hmm. And so when we really felt into it, that starts to produce a change. Because mm -hmm. you're like, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> and I love that. So what did that do? That showed me my power. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I was strong before, but now I know that I'm strong mm -hmm. and there is no stopping me. Right. And I'm just like, I am coming for you and you, <laughs> and if you don't like it, go behind me. Right. Like I'm not going to take this shit anymore. And so I think a lot of people found their, found their power. I also think a lot of people, um, gain family time. Mm -hmm. You know, the kids were home. I'm like, why are you still home? No, I'm joking. But <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Listen, if they don't go back to in-person school next year, I want to not have, like, I'm done. <laughs> but I don't have six kids like Lucia or five like you do. I just have one. We really have to go, oh, like, I see you. And maybe we didn't really pay it this terrible to say, but you know, they go to school and you don't pay as close attention, but now they're home with you and you're like, okay, I want you to know that I see you. I want you to know that I also understand that you are going through this too. I also am sorry that you can't see your friends. I am also sorry that you have to do your homework on the damn computer, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Like we're going to get through this together as a family. So I think a lot of things that people gained was that anger, that voice, because I think that voice was kind of like strangled for a long time. So I think it gave people an outlet, a voice, their power, and then time with their families if they had one. Mm -hmm. 
you know, like what we say in Tantra is that to push through the pain of things, like once you recognize that there is a problem, it's figuring out how to deal with it and pushing through that hard part. Because when we can't become complacent in our lives, just like you were saying, we really do send our kids off to school. I'll see you later. Tell me about it when you get home, if something important happens. Otherwise, I don't know if you're learning French, Japanese, English. I don't care. Just as long as somebody's teaching you and you're making good grades, because I don't want to micromanage any more than I already do. Right. And we become that complacent parent or lover or friend that just says, eh, you know, it'll be fine. We'll talk about it later, but then later never comes. Right. And then we're stuck. So I think it's an extremely important. What you were saying is that, um, building, of the confidence between people as lovers, family members, friends, as a client, even, you know, when you're looking for a client who's bored because it's a pandemic, how interested in what you're teaching them are they going to be? That's a, that's a huge, big factor in their, you know, their ability to receive what it is that you're teaching. So I think it's pretty fantastic that we can come together and talk about these and you can bring up things like it's very fine and well to get angry about shit because that's when shit gets done. Because there is that thought in your mind that, well, really, I can just let it wait. I'll let it wait. I'll let it wait. And, and then again, that time never comes. You've let it wait. And now it's old and crusty. Nobody wants it anymore. So moving on, <laughs> how, uh, how do we create that balance, sunshine? I'm going back to you again. How? do you create the balance that you need? That's an excellent question. No, <laughs> I've been asking it for like a half hour. I know. I answer my damn question session. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like I'm going to pass the mic over to Secreta Sorcia Lucia and let you guys let us tell, tell me how to get some balance in here. <laughs> she acts like this is her show. Just so you know, any of you all, if you've had issues, let's go with you, Lucia, because I know you just talked about how you really do balance all of the family, all of the kids, all of the life. Uh, do you have a boyfriend, Lucia? I'm sorry if I'm putting you on the spot. Do you have a guy or a girl that you're hanging out with or um, how the hell do you have private time when you got that many damn kids? That's what I'm going after. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I, so I don't have a boyfriend. Um, and you know, so I have my kids at home except for the one she's in Venice. And so, um, I do have my office and so my office has three rooms. So one of my, the rooms is my room. <laughs> Okay. my room for me time, <laughs> you know? And so that's pretty much, if I didn't have that, I'd probably be very, I wouldn't have lost my mind. Yes. Because, um, at home, I just, there's just the privacy does not exist. Right. Um, all the attention goes to the kids, specifically my seven-year-old. So, um, one of the things that I've, I've put a lot of more focus on and attention has been uh, the use of nonviolent communication. Perfect. And so really having a lot more patience, you know, and um, because there was a lot of 
a lot of energies in the home in the beginning. Everybody, you know, was just really just all over the place. And it was something I really wasn't used to having all the kids at home. And so learning and everybody has their own personality, right? So it's, it's, it's learning how to communicate in a way that kind of matches their personality and what I, I know what my kids, you know, are going to, how they're going to respond. And so it, it, it comes down to my tone of voice, right? <laughs> Choosing my words wisely, right? And, and, and um, being more uh, compassionate about um, overall, I guess, the, my approach. And so, um, you know, just, just re learning how, so for example, my son is in charge of, of taking out the trash and the cardboard. And, you know, he also is working on his mental health. And so he's, he's kind of all up and down. And so instead of um, where it used to be a certain time that he had to take the, the, the trash and garbage out, being a little bit more flexible in, in approaching that and saying, hey, I know that you might be having a bad day today. Um, that's okay. You know, I'm sorry you're not feeling well. Um, you know, and and letting him know that he, that the garbage can be taken out um, in the evening or even in the morning. Um, you know, and so just tr trying to come to a, just a different understanding of okay, it doesn't have to get done at this specific time. There are no consequences, with, you know, for that, and just rephrasing it. And even asking what would be a good time for you to take the trash out, you know, and 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 so just learning how to rephrase what I'm I'm wanting him to get done versus yelling and screaming, you know, and it not getting done. Um, there have been times where everybody in the household is just at it. There's just too much. It's too much. So then I, for example, went and did the the, the the uh, dishes that day, just because, you know, um, uh, if I'm able to do so, I'm at home now, then then I can try and help where I can, right? Um, a lot of times it's my seven-year-old that needs a lot of the attention with the one-on-one -on -one with the school. So setting up a time, you know, in space in the household, including sometimes outside in our backyard of where people can have, you know, their, their free time. Um, but definitely um, practicing a lot of errors, right? A lot of mistakes there. But when you practice and you practice over and over again, then it starts to make sense. It starts to come naturally. And it definitely has helped, um, you know, and, and um, it, it has helped on, especially when there's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of um, negativity. So, you know, cleansing our home, right? Um, every once in a while, um, you know, I, I um, connected with Sersha here and just send a, she gave me some really helpful tips and reminders of, you know, to, to bring um, all of this um, goodness from our practice, from authentic Tantra, which just, you know, meditation and, you know, connection and these practices that we learn um, into the home because I was doing it before a lot in my own office and not in the home. Mm -hmm. And so taking that into consideration and then starting to talk about it more in the home and allowing that to feel and that energy feel inside of my home and then really start focusing on my self-care because one of the things that um, 
that I was avoiding for a very, very long time is my self-care, you know, and, and I, I, I was taking my self-care more like I don't need to self-care because I've got my needs have to go here to all of my other kids. Right. And so I don't need to take care of myself, but it, it comes down to I, that I did need to take care of myself. Right. And I do need to continue to take care of myself because if I am the hub of my family and I focus on myself, my well-being and my healing, then now that positive juiciness is going to start showing up in my household. Factual. So, Factual. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Those are some of the things that I, I have been um, addressing. Man. Okay. You've got me. You're the acrobat of the day. That's right. She can swing from one handle to the other back and forth. This girl has more talents than you could ever imagine. But okay, so going on and moving further, how once we have our things settled, like you are balancing act phenom, that's what you are. Okay, so I'm going to shoot this one at you, Sersha, because you're like, you're in the middle of this breakup, right? You're in the middle of trying to figure out how do you regain confidence in yourself and as yourself as a partner or even with a new partner, how are you dealing with that? How, how's that working? That's a, again, good question. How is that? Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm really, really lucky in the, in the context of that. We still really love each other. We just realized that this wasn't working. So I'm not in a dangerous situation. I'm not, in a hateful situation, it was just a fuck. This is not working for either of us. We're not getting what we need met. And it was the pandemic and it was my practices that made me really aware of this just isn't working. And, and to come, so we, for me, it was a lot of grief work. It was a lot of recognizing it's okay to be angry. I love anger. It's my favorite emotion. A little bit too much sometimes. Um, so it was okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It was okay to be happy. It was okay to just be whatever came up. I mean, that's what Tantra is. It's whatever arises is what we work with. Yeah. And then we allow that to be woven into our life and create what we want to forward. So it was a lot of practices. Um, and when it was also for me, it was really learning to find where I'm the center, mm -hmm. right? To find my center in this journey. So that's still a process. It's going to be an ongoing process forever of where I am. You know, we have a lot of things to identify and release and not let, you know, and bring in and welcome. And there's, I'm getting older. I have not ventured. Well, thanks to COVID, I can use that as an excuse not to venture and meet any new human beings for that because I am so not ready to date any. I, this is a horrible thing to say, but it is how I feel right now. And I'm sure it'll change. I am a cisgendered white woman. And honestly, what's out in Vancouver area for me is not exciting. And I often wish I was gay because I love women better. Um, and so I'm not excited about going out and dating and finding a new partner at this particular junction because I find me way more interesting. And I really enjoy my company and 
we have sexual practices. So the idea of getting naked with another human being who has no idea what my body's like is just not exciting right now. Maybe if Ryan Reynolds showed up, I might consider it. He shows up, I'm crossing that border quick. You well, he is filming in Vancouver right now, but respect to his beautiful wife's and right. uh, I'm I'm also a plus size woman, so I doubt will it would happen, but that's Stop okay. Stop it right now. Stop yeah. it right now. Right. Oh, I love what I look like. I'm no yeah. fun. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my juicy little curves. It's just- The thicker the roll, the juicier it is. Okay. Uh, no. True. So, yeah. <laughs> So that's my journey of, you know, it's been, again, I'm really lucky. I, we, we still live in the same house. We're still really good friends. Um, I still have that contact. It's just, it's, it's grown in a different way, which is lovely in that unfolding. And that's, again, the maturity that you get from these practices. If I didn't have these practices, I don't think I would have handled it as mature. Um, and you know, letting things unfold has been really a difficult and awesome journey. So. Awesome. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that. So let's move on. Sequita, I want to talk to you about the importance of touch when you haven't had any but your own for a little bit. And it's not because you haven't been with a partner, but in the past, I know that I can, I, I can say this to you, same with me. There have been times when you just don't want anybody to touch you because of whatever reason, you just aren't feeling it. You don't feel the relationship. You don't, you're not into it. And then something happens and all of a sudden, oh, I want to be touched right now. And how do I figure out how, how do I ask somebody to come and touch me or what ways can I substitute uh, the touch of a of another lover or the touch of a friend or, or family member or, or what have you, how can we make that more important again once we haven't had it? Wow. I know it's such a great question. question. <laughs> <laughs> that is tough. You can um, also pass the sunshine because she likes to do that well, too. Well, well yeah, because- <laughs> Yeah, you know, here's the deal. I touch is my primary love language. So I want to be touched by uh, anybody that will like stroke my arm, caress my neck, give me a hug, hold my hand. I am kinetic, you know, that's my thing. So I cannot tell you that I have ever felt like don't touch me unless they're creepy, (laughs) you know, (laughs) then don't touch me. But People in my little sphere of influence, you know, my little circle of my little hula hoop, know that's my language. So I'm going to ask somebody, Could you know, I have friends that are um, professional cuddlers, you know, and so I can say, hey, I just need to cuddle. Um, I, there's ways to touch myself. I, the best way I touch myself aside from masturbation is in the, in the bathtub mm-hmm. where I can just, you know, feel myself, touch myself. I kiss myself, you know, it's like, <laughs> I hold myself. I mean, that's how I can do it for myself. Now, if I'm feeling like I really need to, I can be very sad when I don't get touched. So I know that's how I get fed. I know that's how my, my endorphins rise. You know, that's the oxytocin and all that stuff. So um, I, I just need to be touched. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm not the one. Oh, no, it's, okay. it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah, 
ask for someone else that says, you know, like, yeah. don't touch me. I can't one of, one of my things that I do for myself, and I started doing this about three years ago in the mornings when I wake up, because I have some issues. I am sore. My, my shit hurts all the time. You know, I get, I'm getting older. I think that I've done some really terrible things to my body in the past. But anyway, what I do is I give myself a little, like I sit up on the side of the bed and I start at my scalp and I will massage down my neck, into my arms, down my stomach, onto my legs, down to my feet, because I am just that important in the morning. I am, I am the most important thing in the morning. I I wake up and Mm -hmm. I never thought about that. My moment that I would wake up, you know, years ago was shit. I got to feed the kids. Oh my God. I got to get up and go to work. I got to do this. I have to do that. Laundry's piling up. Oh my gosh. Life, 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 blah, 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 boring. And it was that moment that I decided I'm going to touch myself to feel better. I was like, it's game changer, game changer. Yeah. And I was, I would suggest that because, um, also by saying, I love, I love myself. I love me. I love, you know, just saying, I love myself. I love you, Sequita. It, it just uh, it also raises the, the hormone level, you know, that, that makes me feel good. So that when I do hit the ground running, it's like, I already know I've checked in with myself and loved myself. Right. That oxytocin gets flowing. Yeah. Everybody loves a little oxytocin. Sunshine, yeah. do you touch yourself? <laughs> For all the listeners out there that have heard Sunshine oh, in the past on some of my shows, this girl, you can't drag her ass out of a bathtub. No, she she'll fight you over that. Sunshine, what do you do in the mornings? So this is a really good question. Um, and I really missed touch, right? COVID was hard for me. And I'm a mom and and I had to make sure that my kids were safe and I had to hustle and I had to make sure that we had food to eat because there was no money coming in, right? Because I just lost all my fucking income. And so I think the big thing first was just the adaptability, right? Like being able to go, okay, this is what's happening and I'm going to fucking be a boss about it and I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure my family's okay. So that was something that was really big for me. And then, uh, but the touch aspect now, <laughs> hmm. I decided to uh, go ahead and go face on with being lonely. And so I think, you know, being lonely is so scary to so many people, right? And I think it's because part of it is because we think nobody loves us. And so I just fucking took it on. Like, hey, right now I'm lonely. And how does that make me feel? And so there was a lot of days where I didn't, I just cried, right? Because I was like, fuck, dude, like, (laughs) is this the life? And so what came out of that was this beautiful self-awareness that I am truly in love with myself. Does that sound terrible? That does. (laughs) And I was like, you're not lonely. You are always held by your ancestry, by your family, by the hands that just prop you up into this society, right? And so I really had to tap into more like um, my spirituality. And I had to tell my mind to shut up. (laughs) And I had to find peace, even when there wasn't peace. And so the touch aspects, you know, I will imagine that I am being held by 300 hands. 
and they're holding me in my bed at night, right? And I have a very good imagination. So, <laughs> and I will imagine these arms just surrounding me and embracing me and telling me that I'm okay. And that feels really good and safe for me. And that is enough to move me forward. Now, I also do very intense um, self-pleasure sessions. However, I did not do that in the beginning of COVID because I had to move my family across the country. So for, you know, for people to really do like a self-pleasure, they, they need to feel safe first off. And if you're not in a safe mood, you're not going to be like touching your genitals. Uh, I mean, maybe you will, but usually you're like, I got to eat, right? Like, <laughs> but then the touch came back slowly. And so I think we also need to recognize like, maybe you want to touch from a lover, but in my house, my kids were here. And so learning to accept the love that is surrounding you. And I think a lot of people become blind to that because we want, we want, we want, we want. And we don't see the fucking love that's right in front of us. We're so blind to that. And so I was just like, hey, kids, hold me. <laughs> and they are so loving. They're just they're. And I still miss like a lover. Yeah, I still miss that. I, I get it. But. I don't actually need one right now. So, hey, no playing. Okay. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, sunshine. <laughs> and just so you know, again, I did move across the United States. <laughs> that my friend, sunshine, could hold me and touch me. Because, by I the way, also. Okay, I didn't plan COVID. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. So, she was a, a licensed massage therapist here in the state of Washington. And my entire lifetime that I've known her is every time she's giving me a massage, it just makes me so happy in my heart. I'm not going to lie because we connect on a different level. So, you want to talk about missing a, a an important touch? I missed that. But now I have the capability to fly and get it whenever I need it. But. <laughs> You know, I have substituted that for my daily conversations of foolishness, the which I call sunshine all the time. And it's cool. But bringing all of these things, the importance of touch, the importance of partnerships, balance, all of the things that we've learned in this past year, we're rolling up into this amazing buffet of love and touch and um, sexuality dare I say, in gourmet sex, which was, and for the most part, is a big brainchild of yours, Sunshine. Tell us how in this past year did you ever come up with more goodness for gourmet sex? You know, it's so needed right now. It's so needed because we're all still going through massive amounts of change. And we can, and when we can start to depend on ourselves for our own like fire and fuel and trust our sexuality and trust our decision makings and trust our intuition and our power, like we can achieve really great things. And so gourmet sex is a way for people to just go and try out something different and to learn and get an introduction into what Tantra is. And then that way they can start to reconnect because how do we start to read and be fuddled by it? And I simply take what I've learned through my practice in Tantra, through uh, exploration and research, put it all in this little package and serve it up on a platter of like, 
you can still be juicy, you can still be sexy, you can still have pleasure and, and overcome some things that happen, you know, during these phases of menopause, like dryness and vaginal pain and penetrative sex, you know, being painful and loss of libido, all the things that people are talking about during COVID, menopausal women are going, I've been dealing with that for a while now. You know, how do, how do, how do we, how do we get past that? And so I, that's my, you know, one of the things I'm serving up as well as aftercare, you know, uh, taking care of, of yourself aftercare, if you've had a, a tantric date with yourself and how to just like have serve yourself juiciness and pleasure as far as like something to drink, something to eat, a sacred space. Um, and with you're with a partner doing the same thing, aftercare, what do you need? Rather than just, you know, having a date, having sex, going to sleep. It's like taking that time to check in with each other, you know, how how are you? How are you feeling? What did you experience? This is what I experienced. That whole aftercare is so important. So that's what I'm offering for gourmet sex is just, you know, lots of juicy, juicy information and how to have pleasure in our lives and, and have fun. We love the juice around here. We love the juice. Lucia, speaking of juicy, Lucia and her videos on uh, sexual pleasure make me crazy in my heart. So Lucia, talk to me, girl, about what's going on for you. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, I um, will be teaching two classes, actually. And I'm doing one of them is the oral awareness which I, yes, I, I really enjoy um, educating about the oral awareness because it's just something that I absolutely love to do for one. <laughs> and, um, and, be, and to spare the awareness because there's a lot, there's so much you, you can explore in that whole area. And that um, I, I truly don't believe that everybody knows and understands that we that we can um, actually do, right? And so knowing our anatomy, knowing where the pleasure zones are located at and why, and, you know, learning about sexual communication, right? How do we communicate with our partners about what our desires are, what our wants, what our needs are. And, um, and another one that I um, am gonna be teaching is um, uh, how do we awaken our pleasure after trauma? Right, and um, I really like teaching that because um, I have definitely experienced a lot of trauma in my past, and uh, a huge part of, of my pleasure in, in my sexual pleasure was the numbness that was occurring, you know, and and not being able to fully feel um, in my pleasure zones because of previous traumas. And I truly believe that a lot of, um, a lot of the, uh, there's a huge um, disconnection in society as a whole, you know, where these things that happen like uh, addiction and drugs and violence and all these things are going on and there's not um, so much attention put on the mental health, right? And so um, I come from a, a a lineage of generational trauma. And one of the ways that I am working on to break that cycle is to work on myself, right? Work on myself individually as a person and as well as having my own children work on themselves because everybody in my generation has uh, 
has experienced some kind of trauma and um and so we together have been focusing on our mental health and this is part of it this retreat is part of what you're going through and what you know you should be really um uh like deepening within your side inside of yourself right um it's it's what needs to kind of take place in order to move forward oh you're just the most lovely lucia i appreciate you so much i really do <laughs> you're just the greatest um let's thank you for that let's move to sersha sersha what are you going to be uh serving up in the gourmet sex well, I'm really excited. Well, I'm always excited to do this with you guys because I enjoy being around a whole bunch of people talking about shit that I love. So that's always a good, <laughs> a good, a good dream. And it's nice because it's such an open collective, right? Like we, we really do hold such a beautiful space for people who are curious, who um, are scared, who are totally open uh, and to sort of be in a safe space to talk about stuff that we're all we all play with we all want to deal with um but we have a lot of stuff that goes on in our culture and in our societies that kind of put up roadblocks or weird story tales and things like that but for me um the big journey for this year for myself is i've been really diving into my womanhood so i've lived fairly masculine or in that hard go do it kind of thing and COVID really brought an awareness of how to live in my body and my cyclical wisdom and specifically working with my menstrual cycle. So I'm really excited to sort of share with people who have a female body, who people who live with female bodies, who want to identify female, how Tantra, how Tantra and cyclical is wisdom is so important and when to practice, how to practice, if you want to practice, just fucking listen to your body kind of thing. And for me, that's where a lot of disconnect happened is, is a complete shutdown of this huge, delicious space of our womb that we've been completely disconnected from and understanding just how powerful and wise and to be allowed to live in the world in that nature just blows my mind for what it can create for us. And then weaving in the Tantra with that has just been sort of mind-bogglingly wonderful for myself. And I'm excited to really sort of share that wisdom and sort of run into the world and scream at everybody, but please mind your bleed, please understand how powerful that space between your legs is. It's not just for a dick, it's for you, whether it's a plastic or not. I love them too, but it's, it's so much more than that. It's really where, where our inner goddess lives is in that space. And so to connect to that divinity has been just so profoundly powerful for me. So I'm excited to share that. Uh, and then my other delicious part, because I'm, um, because of diving into that cyclical wisdom and reconnecting with an artist of myself that I had as a child, um, she's being rebirthed and I love it is also bringing in mandala art. So taking, I love, so my favorite part of Tantra has been the meditations. That's where I am home. So the sexual practices I love, but home is the meditations for me. So to bring the meditations and then 
bring in the art aspect of it is, is another part that I'm excited to sort of share just to, to broaden the perspective. Because a lot of people, when they hear the word Tantra, they actually think of Kama Sutra, which is a whole lot of fucking, which wonderful, love it, do it, totally on board. But again, Tantra is that all of the colors of life. So all of that spectrums are out there. So I like to introduce people to the other aspects of Tantra. That's where I'm comfortable and home. And then we can talk about sex because I do love that topic quite a bit too. So yeah, anyways, that's what I'm excited to share with everyone. So yeah. And that's exactly what we're going to do during Gourmet Sex, A Taste of Tantra. Part two. We're going to do part two. <laughs> sunshine i'm gonna pick on you again like i always do because this is your this is your baby sunshine <laughs> sunshine's maya birthing of gourmet sex but, but really quickly sure i want to ask you polly what are you yeah. offering because you also are presenting during gourmet yeah. sex i am you know, something that is always really interesting to me, obviously, is healthcare. And because that's, that's who I am, I'm healthcare Pollyanna on some days. And I am going to be teaching about health at every size. Basically, that's what I'm going to be doing. So, you know, as, as we are all women here on this panel, there are also men out there that can also feel what we're feeling when we say, ugh. I just don't feel my, my, my very best. I've gained a little weight during the pandemic. I I'm just not, I don't feel like I'm eating right. I don't feel like I'm drinking right. I just like, things just don't feel good. And nobody feels sexy when they're feeling yucky inside. Right. Like Sequita has her self care and, you know, sunshine's going to talk all kinds of goodness up in there. And again, you can't get that girl out of a bathtub. When you see what Lucia's got going with the oral sex thing, I swear to I swear to you right now, I almost fainted every time I see it. I just love it. It turns me like six ways a Sunday, turnt. And then to have Sersha's also her art in life. These are all things that I incorporate into my everyday healthcare stuff that I that I teach people on a daily basis. And so I'm going to bring a little bit of that to Tantra. And also I'm going to be setting the table as I do in the beginning of gourmet sex. I love to set the table. I like to set the tone. I like to make sure that you know what you're getting into and what you are getting into might be the most delectable and delicious dinner you ever have. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'll be talking about during gourmet sex. Sunshine, would you like to add anything else? Yeah. So if you want to sign up for Gourmet Sex, you can go to sunshineryan.com backslash gourmet sex. Uh, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Sunshine Ryan Tantra. And I just want you to know that there is going to be an introduction class. There's also going to be a yoga class, a movement class, right? An erotic flow class. There's going to be what I love about the dick class, right? Like, so there's going to be a little bit of everything. There's going to be what a woman wants, what a man wants. There's going to be talks about orgasms. There's going to be talks 
talk about how to heal racial trauma using your sexuality. Also just healing trauma. How are you going to heal from COVID? How are we going to heal from all of this? We just all went through a traumatic event together. And so all of this is going to be talked about at this retreat and also um, a class taught by Vane for karma's sake, right? So there is men that are going to be at this retreat. It's not just women. And we all come together so that you can not only sample Tantra, but you can also get a really good understanding of how many different um, teachers there are. And then it's a really good way for you to be like, oh, I really like this person. I want to learn more from them. And I think that's about it. I feel complete. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> She's doing it. So there are a few things that I want to remind everybody on here. First off, if you uh, are listening on a podcast, by all means, go to the social media section of my, um, of my website, verypleasures.com backslash podcasts. It will have all the information for all of the wonderful people that are here today. And remember, you can uh, find all of them through that and there are other links. So I want you to pay attention. Anything else anybody wants to add before I take us out of here? Actually, if you could, please each individually do your uh, social media shout outs. We'll start with Sequita. Sequita, tell us where you are and, and where they can find you. Oh, goodness. Thank you so much. I'm at simplytantra.com on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. And Lucia, how about you? Yeah, I have my website is embodied elements with a hyphen WP. Uh, dot com and you can also just simply google my name lucia vasquez and all the social media will pop up fantastic how about you sersha i'm at asaditantra.com and on instagram i am sersha shadavari so punch me out sersha spell Shad it so, yeah i got no spell sersha <laughs> Got a bar is okay. <laughs> okay, you got that one. Uh, so, like the actress, S A O I R S E. Yep. Okay. So, not like what it sounds like at all. It's Irish. We fuck with you. That's our job. True story, bro. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> if you are looking for me, Polly and Amazing, you can find me on Twitter as Buried Pleasures. You can also find me uh, as Polly and Amazing on Facebook, Instagram, and on Clubhouse. Also, please join us on Clubhouse. If you haven't had a chance or opportunity and you don't even know what Clubhouse is, reach out to somebody who does. Reach out to me. I'll help you. <laughs> I want people to listen to what we're saying because I think it's valuable information. Also, uh, you can also contact me, buriedpleasures.com. You have information there. And again, we are part of Just Some Podcast Media family. Those lovely boys from Just Some Podcast for Advanced Practitioners and my friend, Nurse Papa. I love you guys so much. Thank you. And for the lovely ladies here, freaking thank you for being here. I love you. I love it that we can come together and do some really cool things together. So if you all would, please unmute your mics because we're going to do something new and fun that I haven't done on Buried Pleasures prior to this day. So jump on on, un un unmute. Is everybody unmuted? Yes. Yes. Everybody on the count of three, we're going to say gourmet sex. Ready? One, <laughs> two, three. Gourmet, gourmet sex. That's right. And I hope that you guys have the time to join us. Uh, again, you can find us at sunshineryan.com backslash gourmet sex. 
Thank you, girls, ladies, beautiful people. I love you, family. And everybody out there, have a great night. Bye. Try to catch me howling at the moon.